Internet outrage is poisoning the way we communicate. Everyone's angry, everyone's canceled, and no one's allowed to think for themselves. So we're here to fix that. Welcome to Subtweet This. This. Welcome back to another fantastic whimsical episode of Subtweet This. I'm one of your many hosts, Della. And joined by me today, I got Vanessa. Hi. And Saul. <laughs> There's only three of us. Hey. Where am I? Our very, <laughs> very special guest, all the way from someplace in America, the one, the only, Manarasal. Everybody, y'all killing yes, me, y'all. Right. You said it right. Okay. What kind of a bootleg intro time. was that? Was what that? kind of ghetto <laughs> ass? Because <laughs> I remember the, the first time they raided my chat and they were like, it's Manarasel. I was like, Manarasel. You call me, me by God, they used to call me Manarisel. And I was like, mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? We had a, a freaking crazy Manarasel. I, I think the real issue here is that this name that was very complex was. Thought to be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It I even I even called Vanessa while streaming, and she dropped the end bottom of speaker. I was like, Oh, I yo, remember yo, yo, that. Yo, yo. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I was like, Yo, 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 speaker, yo, speaker. I think you. Oh, I was there. She said now. that was hilarious. You don't lose bad viewers. She was like, Oh shit. I just left Whole Foods. I was like, What this nigga want? Hello. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, what nigga? I was like, Oh, you. I was like, but yes, we got a good good show. Like it's I like we were talking about it before coming live. And it's like so much, and like I'm very excited because I want to learn a lot from this. So before that, Manuel, tell the viewers about yourself a little bit. Tell tell them who you are as a person. What makes you? Well. 29 years ago. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Mona Russell. I'm a big mouth, loud mouth bitch on the interwebs. I have a big personality. I love life. I'm larger than life. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Like, I'm just big mouth, loud mouth, crazy, dealing with all my issues, dealing with Rona. Of my life, that's about it. What you doing over there, Nessa? What's all? What's all this? I'm vibing. I'm vibing. You know. Let's go. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, babe? Do it, babe. Come on, babe. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. Do it. Come on. Let's go. How's my week? How's my week been? <laughs> just do like Night the Roxbury. Just like. Oh God. I can kill we're supposed to do a podcast but i don't know what happened all right, all, right, all, right. all right so how was you guys week so far how's how's the week been oh, good how's yeah i feel like the weeks are just flying by like... to be honest yeah they actually are flying by a bit i hate this heat that's really about it but they're just flying it's already sunday god damn we got a fucking slave heat outside bro <laughs> it's sun's offensive all right what happened what's, what's going on in your neck of the woods Shit's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is crazy. Like, I think like before I was like, okay, I'm okay, cause like, but now I'm like, no, fuck this, fuck Rona, fuck all this nonsense. Yeah. Ugh. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little much. It's a little much. Mm. So. Uh, well, you guys got your gyms open, so. Why do you care so much about gyms? Why can't you just work out at home? 
Because I don't have heavy ass weights to lift up here. What am I gonna lift up? My fucking head? Yes. Like, I was about to say your head, but you know, like, you said it for me. You could do so much. Like I'm I'm like losing so much muscle mass. And it's in the block. Where am I get cinder blocks from? The protesters. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, this shit. I'm done with this shit. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I hate this. So anyway, what are we talking about today? <laughs> okay. Here's what we're talking about. And this is this is a very good this is this is the topic that's caught me off left side. So Billy Porter, uh, if you don't know who he is, he's he's on the show uh Pose. He's one of the, the judges on the show. Uh, yes, I do watch a show pose every now and then. And uh, he's also been casted as the fairy godmother in the upcoming Cinderella movie that's coming out. Uh, we spoke about this like in episode five, I think, maybe. You have a so, good memory. Is it five? Damn. I, just I have no idea. I'm just numbers. assuming. That, yes. <laughs> okay. So he's getting some backlash because just recently he won an Emmy for his uh, his uh, role on Pose. He's been doing this for years. He's, he's, if I'm not mistaken, he's been doing it for uh, over 30 years. And he finally won an Emmy. So while he's up there trying to bask in like, his win, he gets asked a question about the women who weren't nominated for the show. So he kind of just, the brother's like, he doesn't live in the bittersweet. Do you want to play the video? Let's, yeah, let's play the clip. Okay. So people All right, hold on a second. All right, one second. To know that this win is amazing and historic, but the women from Pose were kind of ignored. They weren't nominated. Uh, I, don't live in bitter, I don't live in bittersweet. I live in the present. I live in the positive. The fact that we're in the building. The fact that we're in the building is the point. Right? Mm -hmm. We're in the building. The world has changed, period. That's where we are. And now we got another season and now they'll get their shot. <laughs> okay. So he was, he was asked that question about like, how does he feel like the women are getting nominated? And he was just pretty much saying like, I'm living in the now, not the bittersweet. And we're in the building saying as a, the LBGTQ community is in the building now. This is the first step. You know, it's a first step and a long road because if you go back, there's hasn't I don't think there has been any uh anybody from the community who's won an enemy and Emmy. Am I right? Am I mistaken? I mean, I don't I don't really follow those award shows anyway, yeah, so I, I wouldn't either. know. I'm not really consumed with like media like that. So so it's kind of like he said that and people are attacking him saying, Oh, he don't give a shit about the trans community and stuff. He's being selfish and everything. But if you think about it, it's like it's his moment, and they're just trying to sideline the guy who's worked hard for something. And this is a first step. It's a first step in a long road. And he's 100% right. I agree with him. We're in the building. We're here. I am a gay black man who won an Emmy. This is step one. Mm -hmm. This one is for all of us. For you to just constantly say, like, well, what about this person? It's like... What the hell? Don't even let the guy win, bask in his, his victory. It's just so weird. So, Manasa, being somebody part of the community, how do you feel about this whole thing? It's, it's a compl complicated and convoluted feeling because I can see where the voices that aren't heard are coming from, but also I can see where Billy Porter is coming from too because when Pose first really started, he was on a podcast a while back 
he was talking about like how he spent so long like trying to be recognized and they were like casting him in these roles he didn't like or he wasn't really supportive of and he just really wanted to like come out as a black man playing you know just being his true authentic self on screen so like i think that like in that moment you want to you want to bask in your achievements like that is such a profound thing to receive you know and i feel that even though he won he could have still shed some light on his cast members because in actuality the show isn't really about just pray tell which is the character billy porter plays it's it's a highlight on queer mostly trans people of color and there's so many roles in that are probably more powerful or just as powerful as his character not diminishing his acting skills he is a great actor phenomenal but he could have taken that moment to be like you know what i do want to shed some light on the the talented women on the cast and blah 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 like you know they weren't nominated but you know this win is for them but instead the it's hard because you're in that moment, you're put on the spot. You don't know what you're going to say. You probably exactly. don't live in the bittersweet, blah, blah, blah. And then people are like, oh, how dare you? Like, I want people to go up there and be put on the spot immediately. You, you're not going to think of the right words to say, you know? And I don't think that Billy Porter is that type of person to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? This is just my little win. Fuck yeah. everybody in the, in the cast, you know? I think people are reading yeah. it a different type of, type of way. Do you feel like, I, I don't know, like... Because kind of what you said on, like, I can't imagine if I had won an Emmy myself and then waited my entire life for that and then feel like I'm obligated to praise other people. Even though I know that I worked on another show, but it's just like that. I feel like that's your your moment. Like you've been waiting for that your entire life. Mm -hmm. And I don't I don't I don't know. I'm looking at that as like I don't think it was appropriate. I don't know. It's almost like Kanye grabbing the mic from Taylor Swift and talking about Beyonce. Like that's the that's the vibe that I get when I when I think about that. I just feel that the heat this man is getting is uncalled for. Mm. It's like I get somebody in his position being a celebrity, you know, their voices can be heard. They can bring up topics. But at the same time, it's like, why do we always need celebrities to speak for us? I understand there's a lot of uh, there's still some issues within the LBGT community where they aren't accepted. They're still fighting for rights. You know, we in the black community, we're still fighting for rights too. And how many black actors, politicians have said, look at everything that's going wrong in the black community. And people are still just like, mm, we'll get to it eventually. It's the same. I feel it's like the same thing in the LBGTQ community. Like every time someone wins in the community, everybody's like, well, you got to address these people, these people, these people, these people. Don't forget about these people because you don't address all of them. You fucked up. They mm. miss out like one group and it's just like, he doesn't like that group. She doesn't like the group. That is, is so crazy. And then it's like, there's a lot of black women attacking him. Mm. Saying like, oh, of course, a man, he's, he doesn't care about the women and stuff. And it's like a black gay man don't care about trans women. And it's like, whoa, where does that come from? Like, where, where does that whole thing come from? Where like black gay men don't like trans women. Like, Yeah, I want to get my two cents on this before we kind of go to that too. I'll definitely have to say I don't think that like black community or even kind of like those roles are being discriminated in a way of people getting having a hard time getting those roles. I mean, I have to say I kind of like disagree with that. There's no like oppression when it comes to like getting like roles in the African community, especially if we're taking over like characters that have been historically white. You and me talk about it all the time. 
ain't there ain't yeah. no trouble having those roles anymore. But um, but when it comes to like this situation with someone, kind of um, you know, just wanting to take this take this win, and you know, they said they didn't want to go into like the bittersweet. I'm not gonna go against the person for that. I know that people will say you know someone in that position has like an obligation to say things like this and do that, and I understand that too. But then at the same time, they don't. If they don't want to, that's completely up to them. And um, you know, just it, the thing is like. The way that people are making it as if he said something worse. Like if you would have said like, nah, bitches, no, not them or something. Or like he just said something more like kind of demeaning to them, which he could have. I was definitely going to try and imitate his voice and that wasn't going to be appropriate. <laughs> it almost came wow. out. Almost wow. came out. But like I can understand that. Like he said not to be in the bittersweet. We're in the building and I know a lot of people took it as in like, oh, what? We're, t- we're just taking scraps, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, no, not that at all. He's acknowledging that the progress that we're making, if you want to take it as scraps, it's just like, well, what are you doing yourself to propel your community to the level that you want it to be at? Shut the fuck up, basically. <laughs> and it's, I don't, I don't think that he should be getting the hate, but where you were at a lot of black women attacking, I, I kind of didn't know this thing. Like we spoke about this before. If someone wanted to go, if men wanted to touch base with that on why there's some hostility with some like in the community, you said like with, like black gay men and yeah, black gay men. There's always a rift between the different sections of the LGBTQIA community. And then when you put race into it, it makes it even bigger. There's always going to be that. And I think people are mostly saying because there's ignorance, you know, black gay men or just gay men don't know like lesbian women or trans women or trans men. They don't understand beyond their own little group. They, they, and the thing about it is that not just understanding, but also not seeking the knowledge. But then there's also people that aren't willing to give the knowledge. And I think that's a very important thing, especially if we're trying to talk about equality. This whole thing about like, well, I'm too tired, do your own research. When people do their own research, they have to come up with their own conclusions. And that's how we get that ignorance because people have had to find out on their own. If we educate folks, if we let people know what's up, then we can help inform people. So I think that Billy Porter is probably just someone that is a, just an ignorant gay male. He doesn't understand the trans community. Yeah, he worked with trans women and non-very people on set, but it doesn't mean he understands. You know, you're you're playing a role of a character. You don't know everything about the information of that character or beyond their experiences. You're literally you're literally reading a script and putting in what you know into that character. Pray tells playing a gay man. He gave gay man. That's what it is. It's just a lack of information. That's the whole thing. Like when I was growing up, I didn't even know what gay was. I didn't know nothing. So I was like, I like everybody. So what does that mean? And people were like, oh, well, you're femme. So you're definitely gay. It's this whole label thing. And it, we force these labels on people and then we hard code it. So if you don't see me as this, or if you don't respect me as this, or if you don't say this specifically, you're transphobic or homophobic and it's like, not everybody is a phobic. Not everybody is, you know, hateful. Some people are just ignorant and they need to learn. And we don't have the time or energy to teach nobody. That's right. where the hate comes from. It just comes from chastising people for their lack of ignorance and not being willing to educate them. Right. Go ahead, Della. You you were gonna move on to a. You were gonna say something else. No, I was I was just saying like what what Saul was saying. Uh, it's, it's not hard for black actors to get into certain roles. I think Manasa was pretty much saying like he's getting a role where he could be more himself. Yeah. In that aspect, because if you think he was on uh, American Horror Story, as he was one of the the high like the high warlocks or something, 
And I'm not sure what other, I haven't seen them on any other shows besides American Horror Story and Pose. You know, it's very rare for someone, part of the community to actually just play something like, and just be themselves. Cause you could, cause you could think about it. Like if you see a lot of actors, they get put into these roles where it's just like, okay, you have to play a straight man or you have to play a gay man. And it's just like, all right, now I have to, kind of just be something I'm not. I'm not, you know, I got to portray something that even though I get it, it's acting, you're being something you are not, you just get into that role. Mm-hmm. But to finally get something that's like, you're the one of the, the judges of a ballroom show. Mm-hmm. And if you got, if people don't know in the, it's maybe in the urban community of the, the LBGTQ, where there's like ballrooms and houses and stuff. And that's what Pose is about. So he's going to be a judge on that. He's like, oh shit. I don't have to be, this is what I know. I know this and I'm going to be this. And like, you know, to win an award for that, I, I, I'm not sure if that his award was just based off of just his role in Pose and maybe other of the shows that he was in. But like the man won. He won. Like this is something he worked hard for. And then to get hate because you deciphered his words differently is just wrong. And like, I don't understand why we have this whole complex where we have to, break down everyone's little words to make it sound correct for us. Mm-hmm. So like they pretty much did the whole Da Vinci code and was just like, uh, he said he didn't like trans women. He said, fuck them. It's like, where in that whole video did he say fuck right. trans women? Like I was looking at this right here where right this here? person is like right here. It says, um, y'all really sitting here mad at a gay black man, but not straight white men that decide the nominees. And then this person's like, he was being extremely rude, condescending, and transphobic in his response. Where? I'm confused. I, I'm just the, the fact that people, a lot of people like that too. I feel like a lot of people throw that word around without really knowing the full extent of the, like, the definition of it. Like I think what Man has said before, being ignorant, <clears throat> that's more appropriate as opposed to people throw out transphobic, racist, and words like big accusations like nothing and i really hate that i don't think that people that use the word like in this i don't think they know what transphobic means to be it's honest. just it's so weird like is this the movie uh them or they where we don't see something or hear something because we don't got special glasses on or headphones I've i feel like heard of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> never heard of the movie you haven't no i've never heard of that heard movie of yeah. no it's it's an old movie with uh with Roddy Piper, the wrestler. Then, then I say, and, um, we kind of said this back in the last, the last podcast, where it's just like someone's opinion. They try to throw it out there like fact, like they try to say it's just, oh, okay, well, um, like if you look up, if you go back up, Billy Porter has lost his damn mind. Oh my god, someone could have, are you know, in a better way, say their opinion on this instead of just kind of throwing out there oh look he lost his damn mind and then like when you read that and then you look and then you like watch the video that's what you concentrate on instead of the person giving like their opinion it's gonna throw out an entirely different message so like people like it's just the way that things that people were things and we said that like that's what happens with twitter most of the time but like looking at the comments it's just it's horrible like it really is and like even the transphobic one i saw that had like hundreds of likes and it's like do any of these people not know what trans means and that's even more alarming too that's that's what i'm saying like i feel like not even with like the lgbtq but with any type of demographic of people where 
they're very passionate about like the rights for that demographic. I feel like oh, you're pointing at me, Mana. You <laughs> no, I'm like trying to look at that sweet that which one? one that says hashtag Brunatella. That's India Moore. That's um, one of the actors. What did they have to say? From now on, I'm not responsible for the ways Billy or any other cis man or person failed to represent, acknowledge, or directly support me. What? And the other incredible and brilliant. Oh, I'm team. really surprised. I'm also hurt and disappointed, and have been for a while. Wait. But I don't I feel, like that's a, uh, I feel like that's a bandwagon hype trade. It was like, oh, everybody's hating him? Mm, I don't, I don't, this? I'm having, I'm severely having trouble understanding this because to, to me, this is how I'm, I'm deciphering this. It's like you work hard, you're an actor, you do the job, put yourself out there, you get an award. Other people didn't get an award. That's unfortunate. Does that mean maybe they're not working as hard or maybe there is some type of flaw within the Emmys and you need to direct that attention to the people that are actually nominating the and ones not that the people that won, not the people right. that win. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't understand how that helped. What kind of logic is that? There's no logic behind it. It seems <laughs> it's really interesting because they are very like, you know, transparent when it comes to these type of issues and i had a definitely a different type of feeling about it but this is coming from a person that's been on the show with billy porter and is in a role and it's like do you really feel that he undermined trans talent like i don't i he like like what you're saying anessa like when you receive an award it's to celebrate you and i, I do agree that he could have been like you know what like but he did also like allude to like we're here in the building right it it's for you. And I think that we're looking at this in the wrong lens. We shouldn't be attacking him for his achievements just because he's being noticed. And, you know, people are saying, oh, yeah, you know what? The trans folk need to wait their turn. It's not about waiting your turn at all. I think that the, the show is phenomenal. Every actor and actress in that show is really good. I cry. I laugh. And Billy Porter, this is something that he's been working his entire life for. The man's an older man, and he's there's something he's been striving for and not saying that people haven't been doing that, but celebrate this. We don't celebrate. We always try to look for the negative and stuff. And frankly, I'm just tired of it. We should be celebrating him. And I'm kind of disappointed. Like India Moore is so talented too. I would think that they would be someone to celebrate and be like, it's not about take, making it about this. It should be about us celebrating his talent. And Billy Porter, like being put on the spot, 100%. Anybody being put on the spot on their own celebration. You're wrapped up in the euphoria of the moment. You're enjoying this. You're feeling emotions because you have worked, he's, I think he said 30 years and he finally is being recognized. And for someone to be like, okay, here's a curveball thrown at you. And you're like, listen, yeah. I'm not in the mindset. He's like, I don't want to think of the bittersweet. I'm just trying to enjoy my moment. People are yeah. like, you transphobe. It's you selfish. Bitch. It's like, what? Celebrate, damn it. He, he does so much for the community and he says he speaks out about that and it's like y'all are looking at this one moment where he didn't say anything but in his daily life he's always advocating 100 we go to the podcast he's always advocating he's always celebrating the cast and the people that are on there so this one moment he doesn't say something because he's celebrating himself and it becomes an issue what the f i remember there was something he posted on on our instagram and people got he got heat for that too. He made like a speech. I can't recall it. Like I, I, I feel very stupid that it just popped into my head now, and I don't have the link available to show you guys. But he did say something, and again, it became the Da Vinci Code. Everybody must have heard it with a different pair of headphones, and they were attacked him. It's like whenever a, a 
gay black man says something that he's just trying to get across his point is like gay black men hate trans women. They just hate them. They just, they're like, ah, but it's, it, I don't, I don't get it. You know who I blame? I blame a society us again. This is our fault again. This is our own fault because we made this whole participation award. So when everybody's supposed to fucking win, there's no, there's no more winners and losers. If you win, we are supposed to win. It seems. I think the next thing that we should probably, it, you touched on it already before Della was, if we look at a lot of the comments, a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm not surprised because it's a man. I'm not surprised because, oh, well, we shouldn't expect this much from a man. You just scroll, scrolled past something that said, fuck men. Oh, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I mean, it was up there before. And um, I like that's one thing that was really confusing me. It was like, it's a bunch of women. Yeah, right there. I saying, fuck men. How does that, like, I, I don't, it's a lot of man-hating comments, too. Now let's go into that. I don't know. I I found that random, at least, at what least you, to me. That, so let me let me start by asking, uh, Cell. Matter Cell, have you ever noticed that within Black culture we seem to, as a whole, I feel like Black culture seems to not like Black men a lot. Have you ever noticed that at all? Black culture does not like Black men unless they fit a certain role. And the thing about it is that growing up as a growing up as a black male, you know, when I started to exhibit like, you know, different qualities, it's like, oh, you can't, you know, perm your hair, you can't wear makeup because you're a man and you're black. And it's like, if I don't fit this black male supportive stereotype, it's an issue. It's a problem. But the thing about it is that we have to also remember that like a lot of black culture is bled into you know, American culture, you know, we, we say like white people do this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like that same like hatred is filtered out. So it's like, fuck men, fuck that, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't understand because we want to be so big on supporting women, but we are also hating men. And it's like, we can't fuel, we can't be supportive and be hateful at the same time. Instead of fuck men, you know, weed out the bad men, weed out the bad women and celebrate the good ones. But it's like, that's, that's too much work. You yeah. too, too much, much. work. Nope. It, we just live on a culture that's fueled by hatred. Right. It, it, it's so easy to be negative. Like, that's the whole thing that my mindset is trying to go through. And I'm literally losing my shit because it is so hard to think about the positivity in things and to celebrate people. It's so easy to be like, oh, you know what? Nessa, you did this and fuck you. Or Dilla, you did this and fuck that because blah, blah, blah. Fuck, fuck everybody. Fuck Bachman. And it's like, hold each other accountable instead of just going at each other's throats. Be like, okay, so... Why are you doing this? Okay, well, you know what? I still support you because you're being you, you're being authentic, blah, blah. But also, you're an abuser, and that's not okay. So, like, you need to get your shit together. Instead of being like, all men are abusive. All black men are abusive. Because then you're generalizing. And we talk so much about not wanting to generalize. Yeah. But we still fucking but we do it. Still yeah. do it. And that's <laughs> the thing that I don't it's understand. So like, we, we, as a culture, we have a lot of, like, instances where we're a little bit hypocritical. And it's just like, I don't know if, like, we're too afraid to, well, I mean, I think we are too afraid to call each other out on it. Because you know what happens when we call each other out on it. Hey, hey listen. Ain't yeah. no snitching. Stop snitching. No snitching. Exactly. Dude, look, that's Stop part snitching. of it, too. <laughs> Stop that. Yo, stop snitching, son. What the hell is wrong with you? But I do, 
I do a hundred percent agree with you, Vanessa. Go ahead and finish. No, I'm I mean that was that was that was literally it. Like I'm just like because I know that culturally black black Americans have a problem with not having a father in the home, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like I don't know if when people when black women are saying, you know, fuck black men, I don't know if they're thinking from their head, okay, like these, daddy issues. Like, <laughs> like I'm saying like daddy issues, like fuck boy, right. like gangbangers. Like I'm trying to think of like what is it exactly what that's saying. But you think it's kind of weird to say like they say fuck men, but when they date like a white girl, they get stigma for that too or something. That's true. That's the sense, biggest That's like, yo, fuck me. Oh, oh, word? You want to be with your sisters? And it's like, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> right there for me, a fuck. <laughs> so remember, so remember I, I don't know if you guys remember this. It's, it's, it's coming in the same topic. So remember when Michael B. Jordan was Killmonger and everybody was like, oh my God, Michael B. Jordan, he's so hot. Then he saw his girlfriend and then Twitter, Black Twitter shifted. They were like, he don't fuck with black women. Don't support him. Don't support the movie. Are you kidding? Are you serious? Me. That was the thing? I'm one of, bro. The I did <laughs> Dad, <laughs> I'm going to do that all the time. i like, dead. They said the same shit with fucking um, uh, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar made his songs about black women, powering black women, right? Yeah. Then they saw his girlfriend. She was light. They were like, this nigga don't care about black women. <laughs> oh, you're lying. I can't. I can't. Luke Cage. The actor that played Luke Cage. Yeah. They're like, yes, strong black man. A fucking great actor, blah, blah. They saw his wife, white woman, cancel Luke Cage. I need to see this. I need to see so all minute, of this outrage because so I didn't know Here's about the thing. that. This is what blows my mind. I'm like, some of the, I'm going to say some of the black women. When you see a black man that you like with a woman who is slightly lighter or not your race, it's somebody fuck that nigga. But... The minute you get a white man or a Spanish man or somebody that's that's not um black, it's these men treat us better than the black men. What yeah, do you want? That's true. You don't see men that's really so get mad about true. that though. You don't see men get mad like, oh, with that white boy or anything. Not at all. But when it's with a guy with a white woman, you do get females that get pissed about it. It was even like the premise of the movie, like Save the Last Dance. Uh, it was like with Julia Stiles and that movie's my that's that's a good movie. Yeah, but like yeah, remember like the real, brother was movie. with Julia Stiles, a white girl. Yeah, and then all the and then like his sister was just like need to stop stealing all our black men and blah blah blah. It's just like like word like that I don't was. I think it's just like an exclusive of like gender though. Like I don't think it's just like black men. I think it's both because even in the gay community too, it's nuts. Wait, it's, it's like... the same fucking thing. Oh fuck yeah! Whoa, let me hear this because I'm interested. I'm interested now. You have to know that like for some reason it's like if you are a person of color and you date a white person it's like you are the cream of the crop but it's like people chastise me because a lot of my boyfriends were white in the past and they're like oh you like you 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 don't stick to the true race it's like no i i if you fit my criteria of looking good and you I like you. I'm into it. Doesn't matter what your race is. Doesn't matter how much money you got. I did it. Broke guys, rich guys, and the middle guys, guys with no cars, and you know. But like maybe one of them. Well, maybe one of them was black, but he was half black, half white. But you know, everyone sees like, oh, you only did it, white man. When it came to me being interested in black men, when I was like, oh, I like you, or you know, whatever, whatever. It's like, oh, well, mm, you're not my type. They run off to a white guy. When I was it, it, trying to date someone that was Latino, oh, you know what? Mm, but you're not a white guy. Runs off with a white guy. It's I don't know what it is. I I don't really understand whether it's like, is it just you're more attracted to that because you like what you like, but also at the same time, don't come at me saying that, oh, you have a history of dating white men. Well, yeah, of course, because the white men are the ones that are coming to me and y'all study looking at them. Like, I'm not looking for a white man. Like, Yo, Bobby Brown said it. Bobby Brown said it. It's my prerogative. 
Let me fucking like who I want. Not My anymore. Problem. <laughs> like, are you ser- like? So I I understand what you're saying because like, I've had this thing. I was like, I don't date many black women. I'm sorry. Why? I'm sorry. It's like because they haven't been attracted to me. I've been to attracted to like one or two black women, and it's just it was like I dated. I dated like my first couple of girlfriends were for black. And then the way I live my lifestyle, the music genre and everything, everybody kind of saw me like a white boy trapped in a black man's body. And it's just like, that's kind of fucked up. But if I have Spanish women, I love my Spanish women, Spanish mommies, hello. Um, uh-huh. But a lot of Spanish, I date a lot of Spanish women, a lot of white white girls because they were attracted to me. I really met black women who were attracted to me. And it's just like, why do we get hate of who we're attracted to? There's, there's like white people who only date non-whites there's asian people who only date non-asian are yeah. oh, you gonna meet asian people who date asians yes whites are date whites blacks are date blacks yes you have that nuclear family but we ostracize people for just dating who they find attractive it's a preference if you don't want to date a fat person you don't want to date a fat person you want to date fat people you want to date fat people you want to date ugly people you want to date ugly people you want to okay, date people that's something totally different yeah though. but if but, anything you're just uh, i i feel like all right you shouldn't be you know you shouldn't have any hate for it, but I mean, you are limiting yourself. It's not like saying like, you know, it's not limited. It's not, but it's like, no, I'm just saying, well, it's not like, I'm just saying no matter what, let's just say like, all right, we do have like white women that just like black guys. Yes. There's plenty of black guys, but you have to admit you're cutting out a array of races. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, all right, you're just right. concentrating on the chocolate men. Good for you. More power <laughs> to you. But you are excluding how many other races. So yeah, that is a limit. Like you're limiting to a percentage of but the population. That's, but that's, you, that's yeah, your, that's your preference. You like. It's not bad. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's like, your preference. I think it's so stupid because it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's what you like, but you don't know. Honestly, yeah, exactly. you're saying, like people be like, I don't like Indian men. It's like, have you seen every Indian man in the world? <laughs> no, you haven't, you stupid bitch. You're cutting it out. No, it's honestly, true. I'm being real. It's, it's, so, it's so ignorant to be like, I don't like this specific generalized group because even if you say, oh, I don't like fat men. I can't say that I don't like XYZ because I might meet somebody that is whatever and be like, oh, actually, I'm into you and you're not usually my type. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, now you feel real stupid because you said you don't like black men, you don't like large men, you don't like men with um, pimples, and you date in a, a large black pimple faced man. And everybody <laughs> looking at you like, I think it's like, I think it's a matter of just like, because I used to think a little bit closed minded like that. Um, but I think there's a difference between like uh, sexually attracted to, to someone versus like you only date someone else. I think there's a difference because if you say like you're not sexually attracted to someone that's overweight, I think that's a preference. I think that that that's just you. you. You can't force yourself to be sexually attracted to people that are overweight. That's just your thing. Um, I always talk about how I always used to date white guys and I always used to associate black guys with being ghetto because every time... I would a, a black guy would approach me. They were really like hood, like pants sagging, just like what up, ma, like that type of shit. And I'm not into hey, yo, that. Yo, shorty. Yo, hey, yo, shorty, right? But yo, then, hey, yo, ma. but then I met this guy, and I'm just like, there's something going on. This is different. And he came I don't up, know. He was like, hey, yo, ma. Hey, yo, ma. So it's like, I don't. So obviously, there's there's you know differences. So now I know I can't just say, oh, I don't date black get- men. I just I don't like that ghetto aspect that is very prominent in in that culture, but. Um, but yeah, I do, I do notice that with like different races and stuff, like you can be white and for the most part, you can date whoever the hell you want. 
And like, yeah, you're going to meet some grandparents here and they're like, oh, you're, you're dating a black girl or something like that. But for the most part, I noticed a, a really um, judgmental presence in the black community where it's just like, oh, you're dating out of your race. You don't want to date black queens. Like that video that Long Beach Griffey did where he was talking about like how woke culture and black women just like dog on people that don't date within their race. Uh, I, I I noticed that more within black culture than any other race I, I see. I mean, I did notice it like with one of, you know, my, my I would say my first girlfriends because they were old style. She was Guatemalan and her parents were very old style in the way that they were thinking. First of all, they didn't like Puerto Ricans and they didn't like black people. I'm both. They thought that marrying white was a step up in their community. So if you looked at her family, a lot of them married white people. But to be honest, they were kind of told by their parents. We're very old school, like you date white, you date right. So like when they Yo. seen me, yeah. So like when they seen me, it was just like, I mean, I don't know. They, they could be with a white up. person now, which is funny. But like her, her older brother has a family and she, you know, with the white person. Yeah, that could just be like who he's attracted to. But to be honest, like the mom and dad kind of made them go move over to all oh, you with a white person. Like they saw it as like a higher class, like you're elevating to a higher class being with a white person. So I, I encountered that in the Spanish community too, but it's like old school. I wouldn't say new now. I would say it's like old school, like at least like what I encountered, like Guatemalan and Mexican a bit, but I wouldn't say it's so prominent, but I'm saying that it does exist within other like cultures too. I don't get it. Like just love who you love. I wonder though, like if when people come from that point of view and they say things like that and like they, they say it to like their grandkids or their kids to kind of like pull white people on a pedestal. I wonder how they got to that conclusion, though. Like, what are what are you seeing? What are the patterns that you're seeing of this specific race that is leading you to, to think like that? Because they don't just pull this out of their ass. Like, like I think it's from movies. If you look at every movie and everything, any, any TV show. It's just in your face. Would you see uh, the majority? Reach deeper. Reach a little bit deeper. It's it's bigger than the movie. It's, it's, you have to remember where our, especially if you're black, you have to remember where your parents come from. I come from a family that we are very, we are very multiracial. So we're native, we're um, white, and we're black. And it's like my family never said like you know you have to date white to date right. But a lot of my family is light, almost said light skinned, light skinned folks because. In that age, you know, you kind of have to mix the pot a little bit if you want to be successful because you have to remember, we didn't have rights as much as we do now. And if you dated a white person, they kind of granted you a little more. I mean, they got also a lot of hatred, but like if you got married, you had a kid that looked light skinned. It was like, oh, it's celebrated. Colorism is real. And I've experienced, I have scars from having to bleach my skin because I was told I was ugly and dark. Like me and my cousin are darker and we were ugly and dark. And so I was like, uh, so when you're given that hatred, you know, you're like, oh, well, I would never be pretty. And it's like, no, bitch, beauty comes in all colors, especially in the black community. We give so much hate to people that are more fair skinned. We call them like house Negroes Aww. and, yep. you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, she's literally just living her life. She she can't help that she is light skinned. Like, you just can't help that you are this beautiful obsidian. We're all beautiful. Why can't we just celebrate just being human and just fuck what we want to fuck? Right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they don't get any opinions on things, too. It's like, well, you light skinned, so you can't really say anything. And I've seen oh, yeah, that comment, to that too. too. And it's like... just like, really? There's a Pantone guy? It's like, nah, nigga, you got to be this yeah, doctor like... to say something about this issue. It's like, come on. 
Like, like come on, if Saul says some shit, like, yeah, man, I understand the struggle being black. Like, bro, you're not black. You well, you like two fucking... shades darker, depending if you go out. But in the you like to shut your ass. But you know what? <laughs> right, you know what? Right. If Della talks about race, Della would be taken more seriously than you, Saul. That's just exactly. The rules. <laughs> you never saw the don't the movie Don't Be a Menace by Drinking Juice in the Hood. So when he was like, he was like. He's like, yo, you talk about all that that uh that uh black empowerment shit, but you shot you shot this dude. He's like, that nigga was light skinned. <laughs> 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 it's like, so it completely changed. And but this thing is, you see that you, it's it's it is true. You do see that in the black media a lot too. Like where, if you're light skinned, is like, bro, you over there. All the light skinned people are treated differently. All the black, all the darker people are treated one way too. And it's just really weird that because. The pigment of your skin is slightly different. It's like you're a whole different person. And you accept it a little bit more for some reason. It, it just blows my mind. Like, you're still black, but you sit with it and go, well, I'm not black, black. Like, right. your ass. Like, yeah. you got to smile so I can see you in the dark. Me, <sighs> white people may go, oh, you're so, you, oh, you must be mixed. You, what are you, who's your family? Like, where do you come from? Like, what? no, I'm just having to be lighter. Like, if you see my sister... If you see my sister, my younger sister, or my older brother, or my older sister. How many? What? You, you got siblings? How many? Siblings? I, I have, didn't know you even had any siblings. Well, I didn't know you had a family. <laughs> I, <laughs> he just was like produced via like budding or something, like a sponge. He's like, hold on. Then I got a whole fucking family. So, so my younger <laughs> sister, if you see my younger sister, you look at him like, that is not your fucking sister. Because mm. she, looks, she looks Spanish. Mm. And if you hear how she talks, you, she she sounds like Laquisha from down the block. I'm sorry. I love I'm my sister to Laquisha death. Like that. Mm. I love my sister to death. My sister's very fucking intelligent. Has a college degree. Smart. Smart as fuck. But when she opens her mouth, it sounds like the whole hood just came out of it. Like, <laughs> yo. Because she's she like, what you mean? I don't know. I'm like, relax. I love that. Let's That's how I talk too. Don't you fucking touch her. Exactly. me. I'll fight your ass. Punch <laughs> exactly. But if you see her, she looks very different. Then you look at my brother, day and night, light skin, short, hood as fuck. Like you talk about the ghetto guys, Vanessa, that was hollering you in the street. Oh, that was him. My brother. Your brother. My brother. Your brother. <laughs> my brother. My older brother. My older sister. I don't know. She's like my mom a little mm-hmm. bit. I don't know. This gives me like um, a I like not <laughs> idea, but like it opens me up to like an I, something I never thought about before. Do you feel because of the way we are colorist that people have to prove themselves a bit more? So maybe your brother yes. has to act more hood because people aren't seeing he's black enough because he's light skin. And so no, 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 no. <laughs> So like it's do you think it turns place. on and off? Like Della, you have more of a ghetto side than like kind of like another side like if you go into a group, have a let's just say like you I go into to... a group of people and it's just like there's like more thug dudes like hey yo what up though but when you go to like comic-con hey guys like what's going on yeah, hey, no, no, no. Shit. <laughs> it's so, like you turn that no, shit on funny. and off that's like i work at the call center it's like thank you for calling me this is saul how can i help you and it's just like yo what up nigga? <laughs> like it's just it, it's switching. <laughs> code switching code switching code switching, code switching. Code switching. Code switching. yes we do that yes and then when we get called out on it we say oh no we don't we yeah, we don't. We don't do that. No, we do. So, you know, when you're in an interview, you talk different yes. than when you're talking to a group of people. It's so funny because you know, in my line of work, uh, in construction, you deal with a lot of like uh, a lot of subcontractors who are who are Caucasians. There's a lot of white people in there, and so you have to speak a certain way. But then you do meet other people in management position who are ur- black, urban, Spanish, and stuff, 
and I could talk to them different. So I'm talking to some of the, the white traders. I'm like, yeah, okay, all right. So yeah, you're not meeting this. I'm gonna do X, Y, Z and blah, blah, and that's it. I'm talking to somebody like, I know who is from the hood. I'm like, hey, yo, yo, peep game. So he fucking what? up and I'm really about to cut him. That's it. He's like, yeah, game. yeah, I understand. Peep, peep game? game. Peep, peep game. game. That? Peep game, like, check it out. Peep game. Like, oh, bitch, I don't know all that. <laughs> <laughs> so peep it's game. funny because it, 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 you switch, you switch, you switch, like, yo, like, hey, yo, what's going on and stuff? Like, it, this is how we are. It's, it's like a little switch that we have in our head. Program is like, oh, oh, time to be hood. Oh, no, time to be Caucasian and stuff. And it's, so it's funny. Weird. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I got checked. My hood got checked before, but it was in a funny way because I was hanging out with some people and like these dudes are like, hood, hood. And I was like, oh, shit. And it was like, they asked me about video games. It was like, yeah, what games you play? You play 2K or live? I'm like, I hate it. I hate uh, it. I play like, I play uh, Final Fantasy and stuff. There's like, oh, oh yes. you play adventure games. So I was like, yo, he tried to check my hood because he's like, you play 2K alive. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that all we know? It's in it. the black community of video games? Yeah. 2K, NBA live. That's it. Like, or come FIFA. on. That's a new or one. FIFA. Yeah. That's more, that's more Listen, of my Spanish friends. My Spanish. I never friends, played. Yeah like those games because i've like a year i play final fantasy but then i like went to my uncle to visit my uncle and like he had like all his dudes over they were playing mad and whatever and i was like <laughs> watching them play mad and i was like oh, i want to play this because this game is for the gays there's bulges there's asses <laughs> how are these straight men playing this game and not being like this game is hell i'm like oh, this dude's dick just drops around. i'm like i want to play this game now like what the like y'all been hiding this shit for me for like 20 years i want to put that in 2k as well <laughs> it's like ufc is really gay is gay love you know guys wrap each other up hugging holding each other from the back well, you ever see, heard I've of that i've always been into wrestling though like i've always really? like, since i was a little kid like I, big boss man was forever may he rest in peace will always be my favorite and then kane and triple h like yep. i'm Big huge fan. Like we used to, we had the Super Nintendo games. Like bitch. Like wrestling is my thing. So UFC, I'm into it. I love wrestling back then. Like I remember Nintendo 64, No Mercy, WrestleMania, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown. Loved wow. all of them. Loved yes. all of them. I had. I love the Hardy the Boys. I love APA. I love freaking Farouk. I had. I, oh, I had like a lot yes. of great. The Hardy Boys was probably like my favorite. I don't know who yeah. any of these people are. Yeah. <laughs> It was, oh it was great. It she was not great. with it. She not with it. I ain't it. with it. I, I went to SmackDown it. here in Rhode Island. Too sweaty. Too here. sweaty. Too too sweaty. Outfits too, too tight. Sweaty. Too tight. Um, <laughs> shit. Just like sweaty men. I don't like sweaty men. I don't like, <laughs> men. Like, I like paying tickets to go watch all these sweaty, sweaty men. men. <laughs> sweaty balls. Oh, I got to tell you about that one experience. I, I took a beginner MMA class. And I, first of all, I was sore for like three weeks after that. But I was in so many different positions with men all sweaty that I never thought I would be in my entire life. <laughs> like I was being thrown, I was tossed around. First of all, I don't think I'm light. I was tossed around. My face was in places I didn't want it to be. And, and like my shit was in people's faces I didn't want it to be. It's part and, of the and, and the thing is, it's just like everyone's language. Yo, you good? You good right now? And it's just like, all right, bet. And it's, it was, after that, uh, like, it was fun. It was bonding and all that. But I was like, I'm not doing that shit again. Not even, I just wasn't into it. I thought MMA was something different. It was a whole lot of, it was so much grappling. It was too much. 
And it's not like, oh, get off. It's just like, nah, I wanted more like punching and shit. So I was like, I just think I'm in the wrong thing. But I definitely bonded with some men I never knew. And I was just like, they, like you would think you have to go on a couple of dates to get to what we're doing right now. Because <laughs> like, they get close, I'm close. Sad. I was just like, are, are, are you sure like we do this right now? And everyone's so, sweating. So, <laughs> it was, oh, no, it was. So, a, fellas, if you want to bond with your brothers, do some MMA. <laughs> like, Roll around. Roll yeah. around the mat with another man. It's a great workout, but wow. Nah. I just had to share that story. It was fun. We're, we're not trying to poke fun at anything, you know. No, it's not at all. Just, we're not trying to poke fun. Somebody's going to go, oh, they're so homophobic because they're saying this. Y'all are homophobic this, this, this. and anti-black. I I'm can't tired stand of this it. Show. No, no, no. I'm anti-sweaty spandex <laughs> balls <laughs> in my face. That's what I'm anti. I know. If you call me any of this after this video, you do not know the definition of any of these words. You don't Making know what these words are. You don't know what these words are. Yeah. We're just, it's, we're just having fun. I want to go back, though, to what Mana touched on. Because Mana asked me a question about, like, uh, do we feel like our, our, our black card or our hood card gets checked or something like that, right? Um, I think it does, which is why I was freaking out because I think that's so prominent in our in our culture where we always constantly try to like check each other. And I think like the biggest moment for this year for Black America, where on a mass scale our uh, our black card is being checked, was that um, the uh, the interview with the Breakfast Club and Biden when he was just like, "If you don't vote for me, you're black." I'm like that. That's that's literally the same shit right there because you're telling. It's like if they don't vote, you're not black. You're holding that black card hostage, and it's like mm. I feel like somebody had told him that because that's so prominent in black culture. Just like oh, you ain't black. You're an Oreo. You're a house Negro. Right. Like that whole like let me keep this hostage thing. It's so common, and I don't. That was the first time I've seen like a white person do it, which is really interesting. You don't vote Democrat. You're not black. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Like it was. It was. It was so bizarre. You yeah. know, there's a card game, right? There's like a card game called Black Card. No, no. Oh my God, yes, I've played that, and I've yeah, I've actually lost it because it's it's so it's so biased. It's it's like, do you know who X Y Z is? And it'll be like, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And it's like some random obscure ass movie that you can only not at Blockbuster at Movie General. It, it was a straight to DVD, not even DVD, straight to VHS movie. Nobody ever heard of, but you know. You get your black card checked if you don't know that movie. Girl, I, I've never seen Playing for the Kitty. I don't know that. Like, you know. Playing for the Kitty? What the hey, fuck? Is that a point? Why does that even you're, need to be a thing? Oh, you're, not, you're not black enough if you don't know Playing That's for the Kitty. That's a game determining your blackness? Yes, yes. Ah. No, no, I was going to say, would you would Mana say that the uh, the questions in the game are similar to, like, everyday questions that you would get? Like, oh, do you play Matt? Oh, do you play... Uh, 2K, 2K, 2K Live. Not even. I'm trying to remember like the questions and like the the things you had to do because I was drunk as fuck. But like I just remember being like, "What the hell is that? I've never heard that." And I've. It's not like I've lived this like sheltered like I've lived in a mansion and I've been so privileged. Like I grew up in the hood too. Like you know, but I, I don't know why saying I grew up in the hood is proof that I'm black though. Like I just I don't understand yeah. why that matters. You know. But it's like some of the shit. I'm just like, who the fuck? What the fuck is this? Like why? It's like. Why do we have to know certain things or do certain things or relate to certain things to prove our blackness? It's not consistent when people judge like sometimes blackness because sometimes you'll see person like I've seen like a, a white woman kind of get on um on like a black conservative saying like, oh, I act more black than you. So she's talking about the culture, Ooh. being more black of the culture. And then we have people saying, oh, you can't talk about this because you're light skinned and then talking about color. So it's never right. consistent when people kind of like talk about blackness. It's either like the culture or the actual color itself. 
I've seen it like done both ways. Like there was a white woman that went up to a black kid and said like, I know my people, you may look like my people, but you ain't my people. A white woman said that to Wait, a black what? kid. Yeah, it was on a college campus. And what I guess hell? it was like a conservative that was going to talk there. And um, she is white. I think her father was black, but she was white. She looked nothing but white. I think just because she talked ghetto or something, she looked at a black kid that was a conservative and said, you may look like my people, but you aren't my people. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> and it was who is like, your people? <laughs> the fuck out of here. And like, she showed a picture I'm of her father, like black and whatnot, but she didn't inherit the black gene at all pigment wise. But she said that to a black kid. So she treated it as culture. But then a lot of times, like, like you see it, people flex it when it comes to color. So it's right. like, it's not consistent when you're hearing about people judging blackness. It's just not. I think, I think right. the whole, I think the whole judging it on culture anyway, it's like, it's, it's straight up disgusting to me. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't fucking like it. I'm like, don't get it twisted. Like, I think like, if you are a black person and you are ghetto, for example, that's fine. Do you, that's cool. But like, I don't think that that should be the standard. I don't think that that should, that should measure how valid somebody is in the black community because of how ghetto or hood they act. I don't, I don't fucking think that that should be a thing. And the more, especially this year, like when I go online and stuff, it's like, it's, I feel like people are attacking more of the culture than it is the color. Unless, it, unless of course it has something to do with like, you know, I don't know. Like sometimes they swap between, but I'm trying to think of instances where it's just like, they choose the culture over the color and stuff like that, but I don't know. I think it. I think it comes down to like serious issues, like 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 what I said, like Della. If you want to talk about race, you're going to be taken more seriously than Saul because you're darker, you know. So you have more of an authority to talk struggle. about that. I got more struggle. You got you have more struggle. What about albino people? They got struggle. Yeah. That's, that's have albino a... people talking about this. You know what? Then there's that one girl that's like a rapper, like not a rapper. I don't really know what she is. I guess she raps. I, it's that mumble rap kind of thing. I don't get that mumble rap, but like oh. she's albino and she was rapping and she said the N word. They're like, this white girl said the N word. And it's like, she's literally black. She's just yeah. pigmented white because she's albino. And they're like, well, she's white, so she can't say it. It was See, like- Look at that, they went by color there. And, and I'll say it again. The only way we're gonna get over this is if we stop with these fucking labels, because I think that it's, it's fucking stupid. It is so stupid, I'm leaving. <laughs> that kind of ties us back into like the billy porter thing though because i like when you were talking vanessa you were saying like you don't know if they're choosing it for the culture for the color and it's like oh my god that's that's it we silence people that aren't pushing our agenda and are not elevating our voices but if they speak on a topic that we don't like about us then it's an issue. So that whole thing, if Billy Porter had said something about the trans folk that were on the show or the women that were on the show and they didn't like it, they would have canceled his ass. But because he didn't say anything at all, they still canceled his ass. So, it's like you <laughs> so he lost either way. He lost either way. Double-edged sword right there. You just that's lose. What it is. You just that's lose. What it is. Welcome to the future. I am, I'm, 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 I'm terrified. I am fucking scared. It, it is. It's, it's the human race. I'm terrified. Because you just lose no matter what. You, you just lose. We are setting ourselves up to lose. Because like you said, if he said something about the trans community and trying to represent them, if he said one thing out of place, canceled. He didn't say anything, canceled. You just lose. I feel like black community, LGBTQ community, sometimes I feel like a lot of the drama and hate is like manufactured internally instead of oh, yeah. like externally like yeah we definitely have 
racist people. We have homophobic people. We have that. But I feel like it is so complicated because of the stuff that we're creating ourselves. I no, I think it's a lot of people not understand. So a lot of people voices not being heard, right? So we go through this time of where we're like, oh, I can't like make an opinion or be heard because I'm X, Y, Z. And we rely so much on other people to be our mouthpiece. And sometimes it's needed. Sometimes we need a mouthpiece, but sometimes we have to stop ripping people, like ripping people of their ability to use their platform for them as well. Like I can't, I, yes, I'm queer, I'm non-binary, but I can't speak for every non-binary person. I can't speak facts for every person. I can't speak for every person that's grown up gay. I can't speak for every black person that's queer because our experiences are different. I might say something that might, might not align with somebody else, you know? And for you to want me to speak for you all the time, I can't do that. I will definitely advocate when I can, but also in a moment where I'm celebrating and happy for something that I've achieved and worked hard for, let me just enjoy my bliss. Let me enjoy that moment, you know? But I think we, we rely so much on other people to, to speak for us. Like, you know, like a lot of the black folks, when, when the BLM started, when this whole thing started with the murder of George Floyd, we were like, white people, use your voice and your privilege to boost our voices. And then someone will be like, yeah, fuck the cops. And they're like, okay, white bitch, calm the fuck down. It's like, what the fuck do you want? You just told her to speak. What are you, why are you tripping her voice? Because you told her to speak. But it's like, you say something out of line and then all of a sudden that platform is removed from you. Just use your own voice. Yeah. Like if we all raise our own voices and collect together in whatever we're spending for, Girl, like, look at the KKK. They raising their voices. They're fucking shit up. They all unified. Like, why can't we fucking unify? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a common goal anymore because if you look at it, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, it was like, um, what are we pushing for right now with the Black Lives Matter movement? What's 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 everything. the protest still doing? All the we, things. No, what? Everything like what? What? Everything. What? what? Nothing. No, no, no. Nothing. I'm serious. They want everything. But what's every fucking thing? Tell me the list. What's in your fucking everything list? <laughs> Equality in all aspects. I don't okay. know. Because apparently we don't have it. Apparently we don't have it, though. Okay. Like, so, okay. So the first thing we did when we first started marching, it was for the justice for George Floyd, Floyd right? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did we get justice for Floyd? We did. Yes. We did. The cops are in jail. The cops are going to the process. We got them. Is it Breonna okay. Taylor now? Then Breonna Taylor. You know, did we get justice murdered. for her? Not yet. We're still fighting for that. Okay, cool. Right. Right. We're still marching for that. What else? What else? Defunding the police. Defunding the police. It's that's gotta a be, white it's and gotta black be thing. police reform or like the Okay. Uh, like I don't so know. That's why. what we're marching for. We're marching for that. All right. Are we not marching for how the fucking government is still not trying to help a public housing? How they refuse to do a lot of repairs in some of these some of these cities? Why are we not marching for that? Right. Also how education. Come? Why Oh, is that is that not a part of the fucking agenda? The projects are fucking who are city funded aren't getting fixed. Why are we not marching for that? Because it's I just not, want to know. Well, it's not on the uh, list of things. Oh, it's to not do. on the list. It's not. So, it, as it's not important. the narrative. Oh, it's it's not important. It's not so important. So you rather live in fucking squalor with roaches <laughs> running around the holes and you're paying your fucking monthly because rent the, the roaches don't kill black men. Police kill black men. Oh, That's why. Oh, so. Oh, okay. So, so you live in the ghetto, and you just gonna keep the ghetto fabulous fucking lifestyle, right? That's that's the thing. Hello, Black Lives Matter. There's a, there's other fights we need to fucking fight. Right. The New York City housing situation and other states, it's bad. 
Flint, Michigan still doesn't have fucking clean water. Right. Why am not that seeing that on Black Lives Matter? It's Why not. Am- like it, it, we, we, they don't we care. We're tired of fighting for it, right? So we oh. don't post about it no more. And no. guess what? This was during Obama's regime too. So, oh, Obama didn't do nothing. I That's what I call it. The Obama regime, the Trump regime, the fucking Bush regime. Flint, Michigan has not had clean water since 2014. Damn. What is Black Lives Matter doing to fix that? Uh, canceling on Jemima. Oh, I mean, a pancake. <laughs> so the thing about the Aunt Jemima thing, like, I was like, okay, I get it. But I researched into it, and the family was upset because yeah. Yeah, they Aunt were. Jemima is an actual person. Yeah. She's a real person. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, this is somebody's real auntie yeah I was like i was mad about somebody's actual aunt jemima getting canceled right yo you was like wait my sign i'm gonna put my sign down like but- honestly like you have to check yourself and i then it's like why was i getting upset because i believed something that i was told based off social media you know and then i took a step back and i was just looking and it's like why aren't we holding ourselves as black folks accountable we, we talk about, you know, all this stuff about what other people are doing. We always say it's systemic racism. But we steady trying to stay in the hood. Like, I, my own family, I'm, they're like, oh, no, I don't want to work like this because I need, a, I need this house and blah, blah, blah. I want to stay in the projects, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but why, dude? Like, why? You can attain so much more if you just work hard. You don't have to sell drugs. You don't have to be on the street. You don't have to be living this dangerous life. If you don't want to, if you just apply yourself. But we normalize. And we allow it because we say, oh, they're putting us in a situation. Baby, I've lived in a home. I grew up with a dad. My, a dad, my, my parents were divorced when I was, like, really young. My mom was a single parent. My dad didn't always pay child support on time. So my dad didn't pay child support until I was 25 is when I was like, where did this random money come from? I was like, your dad decided to That's pay child support. That's a lot of support. back pay. <laughs> That's a lot of back right. And it wasn't all of it. But it was, like, my mom being a black woman with a name that is considered, quote, unquote, ghetto, was able to work six jobs, put me through private school, put me into university, buy a house at my age. My mom was my age when she bought her first house. I think even younger, actually. She was like 25 when she bought her first house. With her own money, she worked hard for it. And it wasn't roses. And she had to work multiple jobs and had to apply herself. But she could have just been like, you know what? I'm going to stay at my mama's house. Because my grandma was like, you can just stay here, girl. Like, you know, we'll take care of you and, and Mana. It'll be okay. And Mama's like, no, I gotta, I wanna break the mold. I don't want my kid growing up being, you know, a part of a single family black home because I don't want that narrative for them. You can break the mold. You can reach out. You can, you can achieve goals, but we have to hold each other accountable. Like, I boost Vanessa up as a successful black woman when she was getting started. I was like, this is a black woman doing shit. She's playing the fucking game. And then, like what? Like what now? You tear down everything she's built for because you don't like that she said that Little Mermaid, whatever. We should be building each other fucking up. But we we burning down our own businesses. We breaking down our own homes. And the white government is like, y'all did that shit. Y'all don't like it? We don't have to fix it. And then we looking crazy. Like what? No, fucking build our shit back up. We need to band together. Like do this whole like calling somebody out because they're light skinned. Or because they're conservative, whatever. I don't give a fuck what you are. Fix our shit. Fix our fucking shit. Can I ask y'all. you a question? Fix it. Yeah. I got this. I got this impression because I got this feeling, and I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I got this feeling like from the first time that like BLM started. I know we're going on a tangent. We're almost at. We're at an hour now. 
Um, I, you know, from the first time that BLM started, I feel like, like what you're saying right now, I didn't expect you to say. And honestly, 100%. Yes. Okay. All right. So did something change at all? Or, or was this like, you were just kind of hiding it? To be honest, I was very pro BLM and I still am, but I think that the way that we're doing things is different. And I, I'm very logical person. Anything I do, I want to know all the details and when I had asked, you had asked a question on your Twitter, you were like, so why are we burning down and stealing TVs? Like, how does that to our cause? And so many people had different answers. People were saying, okay, well, we have to fight the white capitalism in black neighborhoods. And I'm like, and some people were like, oh, we just doing it because fuck. And it's like all these different answers, it didn't make any sense. And it's like, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. Right. And then it's like, do I know what the fuck I'm talking about? And I was like, what am I outraged about? I'm outraged about injustice. I'm outraged about inequality, and I'm outraged about just open bigotry. So what am I doing about it? I did my avenues. I donated to the funds I wanted to donate to. I've made calls. I've made, sent emails. I've sent letters. But do you see me posting about that stuff? No, because I have time to put into that stuff. I don't need to post about it. And then I'm like, okay, we're derailing. What, what are we even doing for it? We're just here in Texas. Like somebody was, went up to a restaurant and was like throwing bricks to the window and saying that you guys are in there enjoying that food. Fuck that because that's a white man. And the owner came out who was a black man. I was like, y'all are destroying my restaurant. I worked hard for this. They're like, no, no, you're working for the white man. No, I'm black and I own this. This is my building. Why are you a bunch of white protesters trying to be louder than the black voices? And it's like, we have just gone down this fucking whole this thing. So my ideals did change, you know, because yeah. I was so like, so overall, what you're saying is you sat down, you looked at the bigger picture and was like, wait, I, I need to rethink everything. I need to rethink what I might so, upset So you about. use your fucking brain instead of just following the fucking herd of I people. I activated going, my coon chip. The coon chip. Do you have <laughs> to tell us? Chip. I activated wait, it. Use wait, the coon I want to ask, so like, if anything, you agree more with the sentiment that you do the organization because they're two completely different things. I do agree with the sentiment. And just like you said, Saul, yes, it's two different things. Black lives do matter 100%. And we can't, all lives can't matter till black lives matter. But how are we making black lives matter? What are you doing specifically to make black lives matter? What are you doing for your community? What are you doing for your people? Because as much as yes, there should be protests and whatever in the street so we can get our voices heard. There still needs to be action. There still, still things need to be done in the system. Email your congressmen and women. Get into the senators. Talk to them. Send them emails. Call them. Do what you need to do. Getting a sign, standing outside, and posing for Instagram and hashtagging BLM isn't doing shit. It's just boosting your likes. And that's the shit that, that is what I open my mind up to. This whole thing is a social media game. The people yep. that are doing this shit are not being extremely vocal, but they're being chastised because they're not being extremely vocal on social media. But yet they're out here actually doing work behind the scenes. They have time to do that work. They don't have time to be so posting on social media. You know, I had to talk to a pilot. We, we had a, um, a trip to Minneapolis. He was like, I'm going to go to the spot where George Floyd was murdered, and I'm going to stay there for the amount of time that he was held um, under the knee. I'm going to send their solidarity. Are you coming with me? And I said, no. He said, oh, you're not black then. You, you're fucking – and I was like, what is you going 45 minutes out to that spot and standing there going to do? 
nothing. It is just a way for you to assuage your guilt for not being able to do anything. That is all it is. The reblogs, the reposts, the retweets, the likes. What are y'all doing besides just doing that? You're just under the pressure of people pressuring you on social media. And that shit also needs to stop. Fucking put in work. Put in actual work. Right. Put some money into it. Put some footwork into it. Fucking be vocal. Don't just retweet the shit. Because that's not doing anything at all. Post the black square. Yeah. Post the black square. Don't fucking do that shit. No. Well, I'm so surprised. I'm, and I, I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy too that you, you know, you think, because like I, my stance still hasn't fucking changed from the beginning. Like I still want to know what the fuck looting has to do. We don't like being called thieves. We don't like that stereotype. Stop being thieves. That's just like simple math. Like you to said me. though, it's to be more accountable. To be yes. honest, I know you seem like you know, with all lives don't matter, so Black Lives Matter. We have to matter ourselves and make people within our community matter first before right. we can tell. It's like I'm sorry, we can't be just doing these killings and then be like, but you guys can't kill us, but it's okay here. Yeah, it's just like we have, we have to show that message by accomplishing it ourselves and showing unity. Mm-hmm. We have to be like that. At least like that's how I feel. It's like we have to show that we care for each other. Before anyone else cares about us, that's that's what we have to do, like, and that's accountability. And we can't just say certain lives matter. You can't just say like you know like only this black life matters. Only this black lives matters. It's every black life that matters. If we want everyone else to see us all matter, like that doesn't like it's so fucking simple. But when you say that to people, they get like offended. Like I've had because arguments they with can't people. Fucking and I was just like, think. What like, motherfuckers is gonna be ignorant? We're gonna be ignorant. There's the ignorance. I say it all the time. You have the ignorant folks who are gonna stay ignorant, and if you if you're not following the hive mentality, you're against it. All right. We're never gonna address the fucking looting and shooting. In the black communities, we're never gonna address that. We're gonna stick. We're just gonna sit there and go, "Oh, is this another day in the hood?" That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, I think Vanessa said something about that. And somebody was like, "Oh, well, you don't know the CIA." Yeah, they said like this, the reason that we have gang violence is because of the CIA or something like that. And I'm like, the, at some point, you have to break that cycle, dude. The crack epidemic was okay. Did the white people put crack into the projects? Yes. Who sold the crack though? It was blacks selling crack to other blacks. Right, the crack academic is gone. Squeezed. The whole gang violent thing is is it's still. If the CIA started it, why are we still continuing it? Why are we still giving the government? Because we normalize that shit. Okay, why is that no? We shouldn't be normalizing that shit. This whole gang banger shit, that whole shit needs to be stopped. We gotta change the whole picture because. But why? Because it makes money. I mean, I I agree. It makes money. It, It makes money, but at the end of the day. That's all little black boys and girls are gonna see their lives to be. You you see how it's like black women have to grow up at, at the age of ten. Black women have to be adult at this age. Black men have to do this at this age. Black men are only expected to live to this certain life because of the environment. Why is that a stigma that we normalize? Why can't we normalize all black men and black women by the age of fucking twenty one? They get a fucking job or something, or they're they freaking they get into they graduate college. Why is it, oh, at the age of 16, majority of black women be incarcerated? Why is that a fucking stigma that we go, okay, that's cool. Chris Rock even said it. A drug dealer getting out of jail gets more props than a fucking kid growing up in the project getting his college degree. They do. Oh, yes. Correct. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. oh, that's true. oh, yo, Jamal just got out. Yo, Jamal was the man. He just came out of jail. Oh, yo, you know, uh, Pookie down the block. You remember Pookie, his mama went through all that trouble? Yo, he just graduated college. 
that nigga think he's smart. You know, he think he better than us. He activated his coon chip. That's why he's uh-huh. successful. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's the shit I don't fucking understand. It's like I want to empower black people to be successful and to tell you, like, yeah, you can do it too. You can do it. Like at my job, I work with so many like amazing business-oriented black folk, and I love it because we all are so empowering of success. And then it's like people tell me that I'm a sellout because, you know, oh, you're working for the white man. You know, yeah, that that company is X, Y, Z. And I'm just like, bitch, what are you talking about? You're still working a job that is something that's an entry level job that I worked in high school or when I got out of high school, and was in college pouring ice cream. Not saying that people that you can't make right. it. I mean, but you can't be judging me because I'm living a different lifestyle and then saying like, oh, well, yeah, because I'm here working 700 jobs at McDonald's and this XYZ. That's not something that you need to be proud of. You have to elevate yourself and it takes time and effort. I'm trying to learn a different language, damn it, because I want to expand beyond just being hospitality. I want to do business and it's hard and I'm, I'm kind of dumb and it, I can't get the language, but I'm still trying. It's taking me two years to grasp something that people grasp in a couple months, yeah. but I want it. I want it so bad. And you got to want it. You have to want it. And we have to support each other in doing it. Like what Saul was saying, it's like, we, I forgot what Saul was saying. I forgot what Saul was saying. We were commenting on like, how, why are we normalizing like all this stuff? And it's like, we're literally just holding ourselves back. We, and it's, it's the media you consume. It's the people you surround yourself with. If all you listen to every day is fuck this bitch, screw this hoe, shoot this motherfucker up, steal this dope. Like that's what you're gonna, that's what That sounds like a good song. Who, who sings that? You, <laughs> <laughs> listen on iTunes, but like, that's new Bobby Schmurder. <laughs> but like, it's what you put in your life. It, everything is energy and you have to harness energy to power yourself. So if I'm filling myself with like, yeah, gangbanger energy from this music and this media, I'm gonna encompass that gangbanger life. You need to be like putting some success in your life, being like, get you some motivational song, listen to motivational speaker, listen to, um, gosh, what is that? Money dude, oh my God. The money, he talks about money and finances. I don't know why has David something. You gotta let God. me know his name because I I need to hear this. <laughs> I will find it out and DM I will post it in the yeah. channel because yeah. like my mom is someone who is like you know she worked at Red Lobster and then had to go to school and then had to go to another job all with a two year old that she had strapped her back roller skating with no car in the Oklahoma heat you know it wasn't like she had a glamorous lifestyle she worked hard and my mom is brilliant and now she is representing not only white people that have money, but black folks that have money too. And black folks that don't have money and Latino people that don't have money and do have money. And it's like, my mom is handling money. And it's like, you came from flipping Cheddar Bay Biscuits at Red Lobster to controlling people's cash flow. And if she can do it, anybody can fucking do it. Like fucking just get to it, change the mindset, change our energy. And I made a tweet about this is like, we consume negativity all the time and it fuels us. And it's just like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this bitch. Fuck these bitches. I hate this lifestyle. I want to die. Blah, blah, blah. Stop that shit. Cut it out. Get some friends that build you up. Get some friends that push you forward to success. Build up your empire today. So we should normalize. Yeah. <laughs> we should normalize hard work more than anything. I was telling us that it seems like people when we say like, you know, oppression and everything that they're concentrating, like you said, on the negative aspect. If you think about it, imagine concentrating on 
the positive and on the strength that it took for, if you want to go into the past, if you want to take the strength of our people from where we came to, to now, like after literally coming from shackles, like of our ancestors that took off change and then went to books and became entrepreneurs. Cause we did have that shortly after slavery with the black community. And imagine the strength that it took to literally come from that to this. And then, you know, we had Jim Crow laws that we couldn't even go into certain bathrooms. We had, you know, we couldn't own land. We couldn't vote. And then going through all of that to where we are now, if you want to go into the past, take the strength that it took for us to be where we are now. People concentrate on the oppression part. And it's just like, no, it took us to get here and we're being dragged. And it's just like, no, to imagine the fucking strength. Imagine that slave that literally got unshackled and then went to fucking school after. It's like, cause that's that strength that you want to take from as opposed to, cause I'm, I guarantee you the strength when slavery, whatever, you know, with those people back then, they, yeah, that happened to them. But guess what? When they went to the classroom, if they went in with that mindset that like, oh, you know, you know, this still fucked me up or anything. I don't think they concentrated on that. They were like, no, I'm getting this education and let's go. And people are feeling that oppression that they never felt before. And it's weird to say it. It's like you, your father and your grandfather have never felt that oppression. Why are you so fucking upset about this? Mm -hmm. And it makes no sense. It's just that if you want to look into the history of the black community, it's nothing but strength. It's strength because of everything that we went through. That is strength. And people don't concentrate on the strength part. <laughs> they concentrate on like, oh, we've been held down. But guess what? We are up now. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we coming up. Yeah. I do want to say like, I and don't get this confused. Like, I'm very, I'm very well aware that there's racism. And I'm very well aware that there's people that are, you know, just don't like black people, whatever. But I think, I think that once we start thinking about it, that's all we're going to start having in our mind, right? Like, I never looked at racism from the perspective that a lot of other black people apparently look yeah. at racism. Every single day. Every single day. And it's like, they're always talking about it every single day. And 2020, honestly, like, I've never felt so anxious and, and just so low in self-confidence because of these talks about racial stuff. Whereas before, it was never a thought. It was just like, okay, this person don't like me. I don't fuck with them. That's it. Right, it's right. the end of the day. And I remember bringing that up, like what you were talking about, Mana, about like pushing yourself, putting yourself out there and just like building your empire. It's like I even like I bring that up and it's like, wait a minute, I'm a, I'm a high school dropout. My parents got divorced. I had no money. I quit my job. I ended up working. I'm, I'm working full time right now for myself. How is it that I can do it? And when I bring that up, oh, good for you. But but it's like, wait a minute. So is it systemic racism or you don't believe in yourself. Literally, my mind gets blown whenever I talk to somebody about this and they get hostile with me. And it's like, why are you getting angry at me for me telling you that I believe you can do this? <laughs> right, they don't want that support. And the thing about it is like, what you're saying is true, you know, systemic racism is in place, but the thing about systems is that it needs someone to operate it. And if you are operating on systemic racism, that's the results you're going to get out of it. I can't be like, okay, yeah, oh, I'm a black person and all this system is set in place for me to fail because I can't fail. If you fail, you die. You can't do that. So you apply yourself and you figure out ways to break the system. We always talk about breaking the system, blah, 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 blah. But we don't do it. Why? Because we like, want other people to do it and then help us out. We want a handout. Some people want handouts. I think we also just have trouble acknowledging that we have played a part in something you know what i mean like i i I, this is like there's no judgment here 
Like we have a problem to fix culturally. There's no judgment with that. And there's there's nothing right. wrong with admitting that maybe we do do things to contribute to a bigger issue instead of just all pushing it on someone else and being like, this is your problem, fix it. Because mm -hmm. again, there was a time in the 60s where black people in America were flourishing, businesses flourishing. And then welfare came out and then that's when shit started to go down. And like, if you look into the history, you can find this too. So how is it that back then, where it was probably more racially intense, right? right. How was it back then black families were so successful and so happy? Like, doesn't make any sense. And it's it's kind of funny. Not funny. I'm not gonna say that word. It's kind of like interesting to me because my like history, just in my hometown. I'm from Orlando, Florida, and just 30 minutes up the road, if even that, is the first black governed city in the United States, Edenville, Florida. And it's like this is the first black governed city in the United States. How amazing is that? They were like fuck just you know existing and being okay with you know being able to do whatever we're gonna govern a city if we can govern cities and there's racial tension as it was back then why can't we do shit now like that you know and but then we also have people that are in places of power that are black their voices are diminished because oh you you're not black enough or you didn't go through what i experienced through and i'm just like but they did though. Are they some some have had it worse? Like that video you showed of that um woman, is she running for Congress? Oh, Angela. 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 Like a lot of her things I do not agree with her on, but the fact that she is empowering people and saying that black people can do this, because I did it, and if I can do it after doing being spending time in jail and having a kid on my own, blah, 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 anybody can do it. But like what she was saying. You know, when you end the game and you doing like, you know, pushing drugs, you're making like millions of well, not millions, but thousands of dollars a day. You don't want to go working, you know, for 1750 or even not even that, like 850 an hour. It's like at the end of the day, you work nine hours, you only get like a, a less than hundred dollars. It's like it's not worth it when I can just go back to the streets and sell drugs. But it's like we got to break ourselves of that mindset because where are you going to get when it comes down to the selling of the drugs or the doing this and X, Y, Z? It's you're gonna just get more black people in jail and then we don't get mad because more black people in jail, but we study celebrating or pushing like for us to do these things that we don't need to be doing. Like just push the fucking, just fucking, <laughs> what's the meme? Just do it, like, just fuck. Do it. Well, I think, I think that's a great high note to end on too. Yeah, yeah. Like, Melissa, I really appreciate you coming out here last minute and giving <laughs> the feedback and, and the help. And this, I feel this was a really good conversation to have. To yeah. touch on y'all for the invitation it was an honor being on the show and i know that like we don't all have like same views but being able to express ourselves and talk about it in a civilized manner it just really something that needs to be normalized a little bit more yeah yeah i agree right, right. I, nobody here called me a coon not even once <laughs> not even one time <laughs> i'll say that for the dms later <laughs> that's what we'll do it so who's doing the closing today i mean you did the opening I gotta open and close. We we did it. Oh That's your job. God. That's your role. You applied. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Wait. Well, give give man of the stage. Give man of the oh, stage. Oh oh oh. Wait. Melissa, let people know where they can find you. 
you can sell find yourself. Me, yes, okay, you can find me in the nearest flaming dumpster because <laughs> that's my life right now. I'm kidding. No, I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Snapchat. Like I. What's the Twitch? What's the Twitch? Tell us. Tell us. Man of a cell, baby. Twitch if you don't know how to spell it, you don't need to be there. I'm kidding. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Man of a cell on most platforms. It's just check me out. Whatever. I speak my mind. If you want to yell at me, I'll probably just like let you yell at me and just swipe right or left, whatever one is the one I don't like. But like, um, I'm really open to the discussion about everything. We have a Discord. You can join it if you find me on Twitter. I'll have the link posted on there. Everybody is very different. It's not an echo chamber. People don't agree with me. People do agree with me. And if you don't agree with me, girl, like that's fine. Like let's talk about it. But don't be a stupid bitch and come at me and try to attack me because I'll fight you. Whoa. Words. 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 But yeah. <laughs> well. All right. All right. Thank you all for watching or listening to another episode of Subtweet This. You can find us on all of your major listening podcasts. Why are you, why are you spaces. saying this with sketchy, shifty eyes? Like, what is shifty? <laughs> because I'm like, I'm like reading. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Just be natural. Act natural. Yeah. Yeah, right. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's it for the show. Thank you again, Mary Russell, for coming out here. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Della. I'm leaving. I'm 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 hungry. Oh bye. Right. Bye. Say bye. Hey, bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>